Previously on Roleplay Radio. There was a library that holds a very special book that not even Strixhaven has. And do you know the last person who checked it out? The person who's now disappeared. Dean Embran. I think he discovered the secret. And I think that he's in that book. I knew it! He was in his office! Captain Dapplewing has an attic where she keeps all kinds of... Oh, is this the attic where she apparently puts problem students as well? That's a myth. She does not do that. Oh. Darn, that was going to be a really easy way in. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I do hope you all know that by doing this, we are all committing treason against the school. The books that you need are in Rampart's table. Gary's just like, well, like, I'm screwed. Finds just like a general corner where there's lots of clockwork uh, servants and... <laughs> just takes a bunch of notes on them instead. Okay. So then the next day he comes to the biblioplex, cast disguised self to just make him look like self look like another human student. Hmm. I'm goth. <laughs> Rampart. Rampart Suvish. Ah, so you're you sounds like you're really close with Captain Dapplewing then. Oh yes. In fact she uh entrusted me to look after her mansion while she is away after exams. I'm sorry, Griff. I do not get involved. But I do not need to get involved to help. And as he's talking, his leafy, quote-unquote, hair begins to kind of rustle a little bit. And you start seeing splashes of color. Plucks out a little flower. Should you feed this to someone, they will forget anything that happened in the last hour. Any sights, any conversations, any conflict will be as if it had never happened. Thank you. Use wisely. Okay, so the day has come. Um, now there was discussion of I think Gary was going to see about making acid and Koss was going to try and figure out the phrase. Yeah. So when it came to the acid, that's really easy for Gary to do because he can use the alchemy jug. Um, I would like some time to do some research about the silver quill thing, so maybe just a second day. May I make an argument, since this is silver quill and they're all about oration and eloquence, to use performance for this research? Because I, th I imagine what Koss is doing is going to like a library and they'll be just reading things and learning stuff about the college. Okay. Just want to make sure that I made that flour into powder. Yeah, that's easy. I won't even, I won't even make you roll for that. That's just crush it. And yeah. So, Koss, you get to figure out a lot about um, the Silver Quill campus, the Grand Loft Hall, for example, is the main Silver Quill building. That's where all of the lectures happen. Uh, the Rose Stage you're familiar with already, so you kind of uh, learn a little bit about its history and some of the plays. Uh, the Dramarium is a facility where Silverquill students train in fitness, dance, martial arts, and other acts of physical performance. And you, maybe perhaps you learn a little bit about the history and Shadrick Silverquill, the dragon, the founder <coughs> dragon, the most verbally inclined of all the dragons. Some of them barely talk, but Shadrick Silverquill was a talker. Yeah? Do I learn any kind of like um, house motto? Sharp style, sharper wit is the house motto. All right. Any anything else before we cut to the chase? 
Cut to the heist. Let's cut that chase up. All right. <clears throat> so the night has come. Captain Dapplewing is off campus for the whole weekend. The two professors who basically hired you for this job agreed to pay all of you except for Griff, who had his own demands, and agreed to those. However, they're very much unable to contact you about this plan, pretty much since the night they told you about it. And they're trusting the word of students to not say anything about this job. It's up to you how you handle that. But I think you have all you need. Depending on what time you go, most of Central Campus is uh, partying. So you know, not a lot of people are gonna really take notice of you guys wandering around. Uh, there's a lot of parties in the student tower courtyards. People are at the Bozen Tavern, the Fire Joke Cafe, and there's a lot of Dragon's Guard around in Central Campus, kind of doing patrol duty. Here and there you catch some of them maybe taking a swig of a flask because, you know, it's like, it's like that weekend night and they're like, well, what's gonna happen anyway? It's just a swig. But nobody's walking around drunkenly unless it's a student. <laughs> How do you Which proceed? means a lot of people are walking around drunk and like. Is Tobias drunk? Walking around, hopping around? I presume. <laughs> I mean, he was not with Shelly's. <laughs> so, what I want to know is how do you guys meet up and how are you advancing towards the manor? Because you can see it from afar. I mean, it's not hidden anywhere. Mistake probably would have wanted to have like a meeting spot near the manor, near the back entrance, and basically have everyone go separately and then everyone meet there. <laughs> Yeah, the, the Archway Commons are right right near it. You, there's a very easy place to meet. There's a lot of trees, a lot of bushes that you can hide behind. Yeah, that would make sense. Okay. When you guys walk up, you'll see a shell without a Shelly. Uh, what? Wait. <laughs> Presumably Shelly's inside the shell. Okay. Koss, who is uh, currently back in their uh, drow <laughs> form in order to maximize stealthiness, mm-hmm will approach the shell and knock on it. <laughs> Shelly's gonna peek one toe out and say, Password? Uh, best friend? Shelly's gonna peek one eye out and say, Wrong, but I'll come out. <laughs> <laughs> then Shelly will say, The password was F squad. Oh, okay. The mistake is wearing not uniform obviously but she also only has like two other sets of clothing so mm-hmm. it's just old clothes raggedy yeah red fill attire yeah <laughs> for lack of a better term yeah gary's got just like you know casual clothes in whatever darkest colors he owned and also still his tool apron and then workout clothes this is part of the uh <laughs> The, the Island Lifter Society. Yep. So it comes equipped with a hood and a fanny pack, Alright. In the distance, you can see Captain Dapplewing's manor. It is lit, even though she's not home. You can see a glittering, tall, imposing figure patrolling around the front porch, back and forth like a pendulum. Every now and then, he'll sit on the front porch steps. You see some, some pipe smoke. How far away from him are we? I want to say maybe 200 feet. Damn. Okay. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll lead the way because everybody else seems a bit hesitant to go. Oh. Let's roll out. <laughs> Shelly goes in the shell and starts rolling. <laughs> oh, that seems not stealthy at all. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's 
stealthy enough for the first 100 feet, 140 feet, and then you get close enough that I'm going to have to ask you to roll a stealth check for that. Are we yeah. all? Okay. Yeah. Let's go back. Oh, Let's do that. Not good. Oh, no. <laughs> 11. Heck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that one! Yeah. Oh, oh, hey! <laughs> you also get a nat one? I got a two. Yeah! Oh. Shall I get to be the stealthier one? <laughs> Looks like... <laughs> I got a three. <laughs> three, zero, ten. Ten? Uh, twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay. Gr- Griff and a mistake completely unseen. You know what you're doing. You're, you're in your comfort zone. Shelly maybe bumps into a tree because they're rolling. <laughs> and so, like, oh the leaves God. ruffle. And Rampart just kind of, like, probably squirrel or something. However... First thing that happens is Gary, he's so busy looking at the manor or rampart that he trips on a rock and his entire tool, like satchel, just fall. All of your tools scatter all over the grass. And because of that, Koss steps on like something sharp and and then trips on you. Uh, And immediately you hear, who's there? And rampart gets up and he steps away from the manor. Baga. In your direction. Uh, I am going to thaumaturgy, so there's only so much I can do, but I want to get him to kind of look the other way, so I want to make the sound of someone stepping on a dry branch or something, so he just kind of turns away from us sure. at an angle. So you do that, and he, he hears it, and he turns slightly 30 feet behind you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to support this. Sure. Uh, Akas on the floor will whisper a song to themselves of go away you stupid suck up look away from our fuck up <laughs> and uh they will cast um silent image and create the image of two pe- two students getting hurriedly dressed and running away <laughs> wow <laughs> rampart sees us and it's just like if you're going to do this go to scriptoria or something <laughs> first years and he just like sheaths his longsword again and heads back towards the, <laughs> the porch. All right. Okay. We be careful this time. No more rolling, please. Well, I did a great job. That's not true. Let's go. No. <laughs> the tree. Sorry. The tree was in my way. No. Nope. Let's go. Shelley, I'm kind of glad that you're getting all the blame because this was clearly my fault. <laughs> what are you talking about? Griff is gonna head in. Okay. There are two entrances in the back of the house. Uh, I'm going to have to ask you to roll a stealth again, now that you're extra close. But, but, um, the two entrances, there's one on the very edge on the left side, and there's one that kind of leads downwards. Is there anyone there? There's no one there. You know there's Rampart at the very at the front porch. Do better. Okay. Way better! Yeah. Gary's so quiet. 12? 12 also. 18. 14. 13. Okay, you're fine. You all make it to the back of the building in time. You can hear Rampart like humming to himself, minding his own business. Doesn't know you're there. Griff hates whatever opportunities. <laughs> he just hates it. Okay. Um, unfortunately, both doors are locked. I can try to do a thieves' tools check if somebody else isn't gonna jump on it. So, mistake is proficient with this. But she's pretending not to be. Okay. So she's just like, I don't know. Looks like it's locked. I'm... Figure that out. So Gary will try to use thieves' tools on the, uh, the cellar door. (laughs) Jeez! (laughs) 
one of the tools like gets stuck in the lock. So uh, jiggling, you're jiggling, you're jiggling. This time it's I, a almost, tube. I almost got it, and then one of the pieces breaks, and the other one just gets lodged in there. Um. So uh, this way might not actually be an option. Can I try and? Uh oh. It's a nat twenty. Oh boy, the lock. You, makes hear, you, you hear the porch squeaking, and uh, Griff, you were the one keeping the lookout. I imagine you doing it from like the side of the building. You see a Luxanon shadow heading in your direction around the corner. That is. Is there any like gravel around? Sure. There's a garden, and maybe. Could I there. like take a stone and like huck it? You can certainly try. It's an eleven. You aim it at the trunk of a tree, maybe. Sure. <laughs> I aim it, you know, I know. I aim it even higher in like the like the leaves and shit. So maybe it's like more squirrels, because he was talking about squirrels before, right? Okay, in the shrubbery. Okay, okay. It's a bigger target. He turns to to the direction where you hurled the stone, but now he's in vision. Of like if you're peeking out, you can see him. He stepped out enough, so you gotta be careful where he's gonna see you. I give a warning to the other members. And I wanna say uh, an extra reason why Rampart uh, fell for that stone is because you heard him <laughs> in the trees <laughs> and Rampart's just like, oh. and he just walks back to the front porch. You're my boy, Lalo. <laughs> Should we just head around to the other side? Can I do anything with this particular lock or is it just done for? Ooh, I, I, that's a good question. That was not a nat one, was it? It was. It, it was a nat one. It was a nat one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's gonna be a difficult check just to kind of get that out and then put your stuff in. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try. <laughs> Sorry. I believe in you. <laughs> Take my inspiration. That's a 19 plus five. Yeah, that's higher than I had in mind. So <laughs> you use your thieves' tools to get his thieves' to, tools unstuck. <laughs> yeah, to pry that out, pocket that. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then just click the lock open, put thieves' tools back in pocket. Should I go first since I have a shell? Go for it, but don't touch the wine. That's gonna be hard. <laughs> Think of it as window shopping for the way out. All right, we'll go in after Shelly, quietly as we can. Okay, you emerge into this wine room. It's got three shelves and it's got a collection, a very impressive collection of wines. It is just this one room and there's a, a door on the right, the far end. Shelly's gonna take a look at all the wine and see if they notice anything. Okay. 15. Well, I mean, you notice that they're divided by like white wines, red wines, sparkling wines, um, different variations between those. Any uh, ones that look special than the others? Like, um, not these. These are kind of labeled very lazily, almost like this is just kind of Captain Dapplewing's go-to for herself rather than for any guests. Like they're labeled with just a you know, piece of tape, if you will, or whatever the equivalent is of tape here. No fancy um, ones in a cabinet, nothing like that? Not in this room. Wow, okay. Shelly knows where they're getting their drinks from. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying you're stealing something? No, no, not immediately. Shelly was so shy. It's a very impressive collection. It even smells really good. It's not a dusty basement. It's very well cut. So we'll go to the next door. Okay. <laughs> And then that room to the right there is uh, 
a room with several barrels of fresh wine, as well as two very special cabinets. So we'll go, th- I guess, go up to the door that is there and try to like listen through it to make sure that there's no sounds on the other side. Okay. No owls here. This is a very not supervised floor of the mansion. Okay. Shelly's gonna take a, a whip around to see if there's any uh, leaking wine anywhere. I think that the, the barrels would leak wine every now and then, like it's dripping maybe one of them. While you guys are like doing responsible things, Shelly lays on the floor underneath the drip. <laughs> that is so upsetting. <laughs> it's, I don't think it's a good idea to be drinking here. Griff is just going to continue on. Okay. Listen, if we get caught here, I'm, I'm very concerned about what will happen, and I would prefer if we stayed serious about this, if that's okay with you. That makes sense. Thank you. I was just thinking that if something bad happened, we could all eat Griff's flour. No. Nope. That's not going to happen, and we, we, let's just keep going. Because if we don't remember it, we're not responsible, right? Open the door that leads out and you see a stairwell leading upwards into a very lit space. Like a party? No, uh, but you do hear some music playing in the background. You hear some mechanical sounding humming. I'd say, let's go. Yeah, yeah, we can follow. We follow. Very well. <laughs> so Griff, when you peeked out and looked up at the stairwell, you noticed um, a clockwork servant in a top hat and a blazer stepped out from that hallway. There's there's some weird robot in a top hat. It's probably the servant, Earl, you know? Uh, yeah. The one that goes around. Cutie pie. Well, he just went left. So we go right? Yes. Based off of the blueprints that Griff and Gary found, is going right a good idea for them trying to get to the attic? Going right will lead you to the kitchens. And then through the kitchens, there's another door that will lead you to a set of stairs. All right, there we go. Perfect. We go right. Okay. Let's go right. Now, I'm going to annoy you with stealth checks, but that's part of the fun. So roll me some stealth checks. Oh! That's 20. 12. Twinsies. Uh, I got a five. I got a zero. (laughs) Oh, boy. Three of you, very stealthy. Uh, I think Shelly couldn't fit through the door, maybe. You had to kind of be pushed by Koss, and so you kind of stumbled into the kitchens. I, I'd like to say that Koss then falls on Shelly this time around. <laughs> <laughs> and you get like this deja vu of when you and Toby had the meet cute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Koss though. <laughs> and you hear down the hall. to take footsteps backwards towards where he came from. Oh, I've got this. I've got this. Uh, just get up and hide. All right, Gary's going to run up the stairs. Okay, you can do that, yeah. Shelly will also run up the stairs. I mean, can I have my nat 20 be uh, just hiding in the shadows? You can, oh, absolutely. That's a, that's a nat 20 stealth. You can just stay there if you want and you're going to be okay. Hands in his pockets, yeah. he's just facing You too, for that matter. Yeah, mistake's going to go, like, the bottom stairs. Yeah. Uh, so, costs has not been wearing their hat this entire time, as you might imagine, because they are trying to be stealthy, and that's like the opposite of stealthy. So they will take a deep breath and then shift into Rampart. Ooh. Okay, you shift into Rampart. 
Uh, you hear the clockwork gears turning, getting closer and closer. Uh, you see the Earl. He pulls out, looking stunning as ever, mm-hmm. very polished. His clothes have been neatly pressed and everything, and he stops. Oh, hello, young rampart. Ah, uh, yes, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Earl, it was, yes? Yes, we met several times. <laughs> yes, I remember you. Um, I was just looking for the bathroom and also to get a cup of coffee because I am getting sleepy. Oh, normally you use the outhouse out back. Did you not find it to your liking? Uh, somebody has uh, made a big stink. <laughs> made big stinky in the outhouse. I apologize for the inconvenience. This is most unusual. The captain does not like people in her home when she is not here. Yes, I I know, and I am hoping that perhaps this could be a little secret. Persuasion check? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a 13 total. Going like shit today. Very well. It is lucky you were not caught upstairs. That would be grounds for suspension. I was not planning on going upstairs because I needed this. I am going to go find restroom and maybe you can bring me coffee outside. This is quite unusual, student Suvige. Perhaps you should take the rest of the night off. I can contact Sergeant Stoppers oh, no, 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 and get no, you no, reassigned. No, 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 no. Uh, this, is, this is wonderful post. I love, I love this job, just need to pee. Well then. I will wait here. Then I will escort you out through the front door. Okay. He's waiting outside of the kitchen door. So, Koss will enter the restroom. Is there a window in the restroom? I'll allow it, yeah. Koss will pick out a non-huge form and then try to transform into that form to go out the window. They will say as they're doing this, Pardon, it's taking longer time because I know you are out there. Take your time. I've got all night. I will. <laughs> and you go outside? Yes. Okay. She's gonna try and <laughs> help Kossin through the window? Because this is very close to where the Earl is, I'm gonna treat this as Kossin's stealth with your assistance. Okay. Um, I'll see how this goes. Okay, that's another 13. (laughs) It passes, but only because at the same time the Earl says, What is taking so long, student Suvige? Um, minor illusion from the bathroom. Uh, it is number two. (laughs) This is taking considerably long. I shall return after my round here. And he turns around and (laughs) continues his round downstairs. But it won't take him that long. After a little bit, I'm going to make the sound of the door swinging open and then loud footsteps running to the front, of the, to the front door. Then we'll fade out before they actually like get there. Like indoors? Yeah. Okay. So. Meanwhile, Gary and Shelly, y'all <laughs> headed up the stairs early. We did. Roll a perception check for me. <laughs> I got a 
one. This is a statistical anomaly. Yeah, that is three nat ones. Oh, so no, I love this. You reach a hallway at the top of the stairs. There are two doors to the left and just a wall on the right side with several paintings. Once you get to the top, you are not paying attention to your surroundings. So you try to take a step forward and you stumble, but your feet cannot move. Your shoes have been fastened to the wood because you see a layer of glaze there. Can I take my shoes off? Here's the thing, yes, but since you already fell for it and you're looking down, presumably, yeah. it is a 10-foot radius. Hey, Shelly, do you have any cloths that you don't mind parting with? No. Alright, well that knocks out that plan, then. What's wrong? Why aren't you moving? Uh, look down. What is that? Glue? Oh. I'm gonna go with glue. What are, you, what are we gonna do about that? Uh... Around this time, I think the other three would have caught up to you. Shelly is gonna cast Shape Water and try and get rid of the glue. Like, just take all of the moisture out of it, all of the liquid components. I don't think this counts as, uh, this is a very particular type of glue. Mm. But um, now you guys all know how Shelly keeps the wet rag. <laughs> <laughs> so, the description of Tinkerer's Tools says that inclu it includes scraps of cloth. So, can Gary just try to throw them into a Flores lava path? You sure can. Step out of his boots. You leave and, your like, boots there? Yeah, just leave them there and, and cross okay. over. I don't know if you need me to roll to see if he gets stuck again and no. loses his socks. I think it's okay. But now you're just in your socks. He's just in his socks, but he didn't pass. you incriminating evidence. <laughs> Shelly doesn't want to risk it because they're barefoot. Gary, I don't suppose you can just artifice a universal solvent? Um, I mean, not without probably an alchemy set, if there's one around? Would there be like janitorial supplies around? Because I feel like universal solvent would be a thing that maybe like in a janitor's I, I think closet. you would know what that is, yeah. There, there's a sink under here, and, I, and to a janitor, you know what? A nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> you find a lot of cleaning supplies there, and that's a nat 20, so I'm gonna give that to you. Yeah, you find a universal solvent underneath the sink. Okay, Griff would take it, and then I'm assuming it's gonna be in like a little spray bottle. Sure, yeah. And he's just gonna spray the steps. Okay, and, and get uh, the boots back. Yeah. <laughs> get the boots back and get the cloth back. And... <laughs> would there have been any glue in the sink next well, to the solvent? I'm Since being... they go together. Yeah. <laughs> hey! Wonderful. So on the way out, we'll just put it back. He takes the glue. By the way, if you can somehow force Rampart to take your flower... I really don't like that sentence. <laughs> well, the, the, the powdery seed thing that you're carrying? Yeah, okay. So... My dad's in jail because he lost his memory after doing something Kappa Daffa Wink didn't like. So, if you made Rampart not remember breaking and entering... We could put a story in his head. We could even put his shoes on top of the glue. We'll, uh, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. Okay, as you're, since you're all chatting, please roll me another stealth check. You look so good at these. 
16. Hey, I rolled above a 10. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> 20. Also 20. All right. 21. You're all very stealthy. We've learned our lesson. <laughs> yeah. You're whispering to each other pretty quietly to the point where you could even hear the clockwork ears right around the corner upstairs. Sound very owl-like. Maybe we can find something along the in one of these rooms that will help us with that owl. What if we sent Mistake to do the rest of the mission by themselves? Why would you do that? Because you're quiet. You and Griff have honestly been the best at this. <laughs> well, probably not. We don't know what's in the attic. I have been told problem students are locked in there. I've also been told dead bodies are locked in there. I don't really want to go in there by myself. Let's let's check out these other rooms to see if there's anything that can help. You see a bathroom. It's not much else to see. There's a tub, a toilet. You also, since you've been here a little while, start to hear footsteps downstairs getting ready to come back up. And you know he goes clockwise. Do you know anything about disabling the clockwork servants? Can I do a tinkerer's tools check with int? Uh, yeah, I'll look on that. Yes! Can I argue investigation? That would have had to been something you investigated prior to mm. today. You can do history. I can try history. Okay. 23. Ooh, mistakes got it. <laughs> I have an 18. I think you both would know this. There is a way, but you'd have to open up a latch behind them. And to do that, you have to unscrew stuff. So it's not easy to get to it. Uh, so like, we could just do like a circle. Assuming all the rooms are connected. All right, I think let's do that. Let's go through a circle, um, trying to stay away out of Earl's sights and um, doing some brief investigations to see if we can find anything. Sure. The second room is a drawing room, slash sewing room. I got a 15 for investigation. I'll give you just the glue. You, you <laughs> find more just glue. what I want. You find more glue in this, in this sewing room. Great. I don't know what I'm looking for, but I did get a 24. <laughs> you find a universal screwdriver. Hey. Maybe the doctor. All right. Not the doctor, because the doctor sonic screwdriver doesn't really work as a screwdriver. Yeah, it's a sonic screwdriver. Yeah. <laughs> well, excuse so infinitely me. more useful than the doctor. <laughs> uh, I was looking for a way past the owls, like a silent. And what'd you roll? 18. Okay. In the drawing room, you also find a powder. It works kind of like the invisibility powder, except it is a quiet powder. It's, it's a hush powder. Cool. Yeah. Mistake's gonna do some quick snooping for any like questionable like gossip, private correspondence, any anything that seems like weird or like to get like dirt on the Kapowing. Okay, okay. It was an 11, so not very good. Um, I'm gonna say that a lot of the drawers are locked and that's why you couldn't, you hear a and get hit with a waft of green gas. Can you roll me a constitution saving throw? All right, just a 15. Okay, so that passes, but you still take one HP damage. Uh, there are two inkling statues on either side of her bed that just blow poison out uh, the moment that you try to snoop and open some of these drawers. Okay. Shall we look for a remote control? Uh, a remote control? Yeah, for the clockwork gals. Okay, alright. <laughs> I got it's a nat 20. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Holy that shit. Was that was awesome. I got a double nat 20. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> she rolled a nat 20 so forcefully that she knocked out another die that also all rolled right. a nat 20. While Mistake is looking through drawers and cabinets, 
for some reason, Shelly's like, you know, I used to keep stuff under my bedspread. <laughs> and you look under Captain Dapplewing's mattress, like, at, on the foot end, so you're away from the statues. And there, lo and behold, <laughs> I don't think it's a remote control, but I see it as being like a little, like a little box that you open and there's just a button. <laughs> and it's, it's labeled, button, right? it's labeled yeah. the Earl. Oh. And, and there's one button and there's like a little lever that moves up and down. Shelly will press the button. Now, the moment that the three of you Try to leave the drawing room. Gary with his universal screwdriver, Koss with their hush powder, and Griff with his glue. You try to head towards the door to get to the captain's bedroom where Mistake and Shelly have been doing some investigating. When the mannequin wearing that dress in the corner of that sewing room extends a hand and goes, <laughs> barring you from leaving, and its other hand splits into jagged edges. Meta gave me a little. The mannequin will not let you leave the room if you stole something. We need this powder. We need, we don't really need the glue, but. Can, can everybody come back into this room? What is that noise I hear? What'd you say, Kosh? <laughs> we can also just go back out the other way now. Oh yeah. can let you go out. The other door. Well, it's, it's stuck to place here, right? Or it could be. I'm all grab the glue and just like stick it on the mannequin's base. <laughs> Are you allowing this? I'm not unallowing it. Okay, this is clever. Sure, the Earl turns off because of Shelly and you're trying to get everybody out through the other door. <laughs> and the mannequin is now glued in place. The mannequin immediately tries to move towards that door and cannot move, so it immediately, its arms extend outward and, and jagged edges trying to hit all of you. I'm gonna need all of you to roll deck saving throws. Eleven. Five. Hey, not 20. Nice. Who, uh, who it's been a session. under a 12? Me. Okay, you each take three hit points of damage. The mannequin splashes some of you in like the arms or the legs. Shelly's gonna turn to Gary now and say, I've been stabbed. Say? <laughs> Are you not bothered? Well, I mean, it's not nearly as bad as when we were attacked at the tavern, so. I wasn't touched. Congrats. Do you know what this lever does? And Shelly will pass over the uh, Can the I box. do another Tinkerer's Tools check to mm -hmm. see if I know what the lever does? Yeah. The button turned off our own. Nat 20! So that's a 25. It's a okay. really swingy session. <laughs> yeah. you've, you've seen devices like these before in Ravnica. What this lever does is you can turn it towards full-on defense mode, meaning anything that moves or makes noise, attack, attack. Or you turn it all the way down and it is a complete friendly mode. When Shelly found it, it was halfway. Oh. Uh, well, if we push it over here, that should make the Earl a little more friendly. We can probably just wake him up. I, no. don't, I don't know if we want him to even see us here. That's fair. Just because he'll be friendly to us doesn't mean he's not gonna, you know, tell Capital Wing that we were here. Still might be worth pushing it all the way to the end anyways. Um, can we... I'm not sure how long this powder lasts, so let's get up these stairs right. before okay. it wears off. <laughs> What's okay. the powder that and you just sprayed with? Uh, it just makes our footsteps completely silent. Okay, you head up the stairs, you see the uh, clockwork owl at the very top, but it does not hear you for the time being. 
Shelly's gonna try and listen again to see if there's any other owls. What did I roll? Four. four. Okay, Shelly doesn't know. <laughs> I mean, I can listen. All right, 19. You hear one owl behind this door and then nothing at all on this end. Is that two owls then? Yeah, the owl that's at the top of the stairs and there's one behind that door. Cost is going to like, point towards the door with the owl behind it, and Costa's just gonna change their face into an owl and that <laughs> Shelly's gonna take out their wet rag and cast shape water to spell the words in the air. Do you think we can disable them simultaneously? Oh. The snake's just gonna point to the other door where there isn't an owl behind. Griff is retching. Gonna go to the door where there isn't an owl behind it and okay. not touch it, having learned her lesson. <laughs> from the poison, mm -hmm. is going to try and, and investigate this door and figure out what's going on with it. Okay. All right, that's 16 plus six. You notice two things. One, there's no keyhole in this door. Two, there's a dragon head right above the door. Mm. You notice there's like a little, like a little nozzle mm -hmm. in its uh, mouth as if it can spew out something. Do I? Mm. All you remember is the professor saying there's a password for the arcane lock or acid can work. Mm -hmm. And the password requires speaking, so no point. Gary! <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> That's amazing. Gary, shut the fuck up! <laughs> it's just like into the apron. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mistake is going to point at the dragon, like point toward mouth to indicate that it's a trap. Would it be possible, DM, mm -hmm. to, so if that's presumably fire, could I do like ray of frost on it? Ooh. To at least like, the it would it would absolutely melt, but maybe like not the first time around, like prevent like at least like one. Ooh, I'm gonna allow that. Uh, that's a, that's a lot. You were able to cast ray of frost on it and there's a thin layer of frost around the dragon's mouth. Kos will say, uh, or not say, but spell out idea, and then change their face to Captain Dapple Wings. Ooh, okay. And then write out also password, question mark. Snake's so just gonna shrug. <laughs> she has no idea. Acid, question mark. Gary holds up a vial of acid. And then finally, one try, then acid. I don't think anyone in the party is going to understand this, but he's gonna get out his little egg beater and just sort of like raise eyebrows, <laughs> like, yeah? And I don't think he told anyone that he like was using the egg beater for detect magic. Ah, <laughs> uh, detect magic. Detect. So, after mostling people to step back away from the dragon heads. Koss will say in Dapplewing's voice, hoping that the owls won't react to that. Shadrix. The door swings open, however, around the same time, it's only about 30 feet below. You feel like you would be able to hear this. You hear the front door opening and closing, and you hear a voice. Earl! I've got 20 minutes before shift ends. Anything you need, Earl? Oh. Shelly will, will write in the air 
You make Earl's voice? Koss <laughs> uh, will shake their head vigorously as that is not an organic person. <laughs> Can Gary see where Shelly put the controller or did Shelly put it in their shell? It's in the shell. So Gary will also, much like Koss did, do like the, the button pushing motion. And now Shelly will get it through their thick shell. <laughs> Shelly will um, pull out the button, turn it all the way to friendly mode, and then push it. Alright, you do that. You guys head into the room or no? Yes, we do. Yeah, all right. um, being very, very cautious about it. The dragon's head on top of the door does not budge once the door opens, and you emerge into this very dusty attic space. Uh, a lot of the things have cloth over them. There's a few crates here and there, but it looks mostly like storage space with a lot of junk. Gary is now gonna get out his egg beater. And I wanna say that the way this works is he like gets a vial and pours something over it and then just like starts holding it out. Before mistake shuts us in, Shelly is going to listen to see if uh, what happens with Thurl and uh, and the, the, the rampart. The rampart. <laughs> uh, you hear footsteps heading up the stairs and more clockwork gears turning, as well as some, huh, interesting. If you want to keep listening, you have to stay outside. I'm going to stay outside until I hear rampart call for Earl again. And if he doesn't in like a minute, I'm just going to turn Earl back off. Okay, I'll come right back to you because I love this. But, uh, Gary, your egg beater goes haywire. Everywhere, almost every corner you turn it towards, it, it starts rattling. Maybe there's a few like mute spots, but like how, for the most part, it's... How many books are up here? Several. Several. And like a bunch of them are setting it off? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we know the name, so Mistake's gonna look through the books not touching them if at all possible just like trying to see the the names like on the binding or mm -hmm. on the front cover or anything like that okay. uh might get very distracted by other interesting books however okay. <laughs> um one other thing detect magic will tell me what kind of magic like what school of magic it is so i would hope that that can narrow it down somewhat for what books like it could be okay let's come right back to youtube Shelly, right down the stairs on the second floor, you hear a very interesting conversation. You hear the Earl talking to Rampart. Is everything okay? You did not respond. That is unusual. Yes. These scuff marks, however, on the doorframe. Not there before. Hmm. Does it have anything to do with mannequin? Yes. I think. Someone tried to steal something from this room. And then you just hear Rampart, Lock all doors and stay downstairs. Absolutely. Can I get you anything to drink? Or perhaps a pastry? Or perhaps a wet towel? Or perhaps- <laughs> Nothing for now, I will let you know. Stay and guard first floor. Absolutely, I can start baking some new pastries to offer guests. And he's just being so lovable and friendly. But the last thing you hear, Shelly, is a, sh a sword being drawn. Shelly will then go in and close the door. Okay. And it does lock with the arcane lock. So you're pretty okay inside this room for now. Now, conjuration. 
Yes. Do you know the school of magic and everything? Mm -hmm. You get conjuration from a few spaces. One of them is this very creepy doll <laughs> uh, that is just kind of sitting on top of a shelf. It's one of those like Annabelle dolls where she's just kind of sitting there and her eyes look like they're staring into your soul. There's one other place where it's really strong and this one is in a box, a chest that has the Quandrix logo on the keyhole. So maybe in the chest? That seems likely. Uh, the Dean who went missing, was that a Dean and Quandrix? Mm-hmm. There we go. Dean and Brim. Gary's just gonna kind of wave <laughs> at everyone and like point at the chest. Um, going to, without touching it, examine the chest to see if that's going to try and stab me or poison me or breathe fire at me. Okay. All right, that's a 19 plus six. Okay, barely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the chest has, uh, in the keyhole, you can see the sharp end of a bolt ready to shoot out if you try to lock pick it. All right, we could always just take the whole chest. Could you disable the trap? Can I? You can try. I could also, like, frost it, and then we could hit it with something and break it. I don't know that we want to go that far, but we do need to hurry. Okay. I could just let it hit me. <laughs> but sit with your back to it. That's I, what I'm it, it could be, like, poisoned or something, we don't know. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna try and disable it. Okay. Thirteen? No. If that doesn't work, Gary will, like, tap on Mistake's shoulder. To, to try and attempt himself, okay. but he would probably need to use Mistake's set of tools. <laughs> I'll allow it. Oh, will Mistake allow it? Uh, yeah, I feel like that's up to Mistake. Would I potentially need to use these lockpicks to get out the window? I think so. <sighs> and she just points to the window and gives him the, hat, the broken half back. Uh, he'll actually cast Mending on the broken half and the half he <laughs> okay. had left, uh, and then attempt to disable okay. the trap on the, yeah, the chest. And I also have a bardic inspiration I can use for this. Okay, so also just a 13. Can I just reach into my backpack and grab my hammer and crowbar? Yes, and I'll allow the roll, but that's going to be more easy. I mean, we've kind of gone through all the options, right? Unless yeah, we want to no, carry Unless we want to pour acid on the chest. Or, or just bring the whole thing. Acid on the chest actually is a good idea. Yeah. Around now, you start hearing footsteps down the hall. Then we I don't want to make any right. noise. Uh, Gary's going to go ahead and pour acid over the chest lock. Can I have Griff by the door ready in an action of an eye poke? If Rampart were to come into the room. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Or just find a sack to just shove over his head. I would also like to be by the door, but as Dapplewing. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> okay, all right. So, uh, Gary pours acid over this box. Shoot, shoot. On, on the box, so. the box specifically. I don't want to, like, get acid on the book. Okay. And potentially trap the Dean forever. <laughs> Gary pours the, uh... The acid on the lock. This like bolt inside of it just kind of falls limply and starts melting as well. <laughs> Until eventually the acid melts enough that uh, you're able to just kind of pry it open. And the first thing you see is the face of a very famous magician or wizard named Mordenkainen. 
and his face is on the front cover of this leather-bound book that uh, is very impressive. It's, a, it's a, basically a tome. I'm sorry. So this is a leather-bound book, but it's also got a man's face on it. So is this like a, it's a, it's a like shape. an engraving? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. That's fed too. Is this the book we were looking for? This yes. is the book yeah. we okay. were looking for. And the title, of course, is The Joy of Extra-Dimensional Spaces. Have I gotten the window open? What did you roll? I haven't rolled yet. You haven't roll. asked me to. Roll, please. <laughs> All right, so that's a 17. 17 plus 5. And as you are doing that, the wood creaking is right outside the door now. The moment that the lock on this one window clicks open, you hear outside the door. Shady. <laughs> Can I, um, in response to this, I would like to cast silent image on the rest of the room to make it look empty. So really all this is doing is like putting up a big old curtain a big old illusory curtain across the rest of the people so that everybody else can be hidden. I'll be Captain Dapplewing to distract him for a bit and then we can ambush him. Okay. I will hold my iPod. Okay, so the door opens and there is Rampart holding his longsword at the ready. And the only thing he sees first is Captain Dapplewing. What are you doing here? I thought you were meant to be guarding the front door. Uh, <coughs> uh apologies, Cap Captain Dapplewing. Aren't you not supposed to be... On vacation? Yes, I know. I tell people that. Come in. You, well, you might as well. You were going to Arithia. You might as well come in at this point. Just uh, close the door behind you, why don't you? Well, this is most unusual. Uh, I'm sorry, did it sound like I was making a request? No, but... Ergo. He steps inside looking very confused. He keeps his longsword drawn. Close the door behind you. Very well. He closes it with his elbow. I poke! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, attack roll! Because it's a sneak attack? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's 14 plus 5, it's a 19 to okay, hit. <laughs> you poke him in the eye, you scratch like, you know, his eyelids and you draw a little bit of blood and he's thrown off against the wall and then he sees you. He is going to say, Burning hammer. <laughs> Are we rolling initiative? <laughs> Okay, so Rampart is in the room now. The door is closed behind him. You managed to corral him, and he sent the Earl downstairs. He sees uh, Griff and Captain Dapplewing, and he's got his longsword ready. But you are first. And, uh, what do you do? Why don't you listen to what the captain has to say? Um, Captain Dapplewing briefly looks at Griff like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then back into composure. Because you know what? She made me in charge. And then he walks up to him and rips off his whatever captain's badge and puts it on himself. <laughs> and I'm going to roll an intimidation check. Uh, 15. <laughs> Look at me. I'm a captain now. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sorry, what did you just say? I mean, I am the junior captain assistant secretary now. <laughs> I'll move behind the captain. Rampart's next, and what he does is he steps forward, and he's like, Oh, to the way, Captain! And he's just going to uh, attack you with his longsword. That is a 21 to hit. He slashes you clean across the chest, and you take six points of slashing damage. That is your one warning. Stand down, Learning Haller, or risk suspension. I mean, I, I, I literally took a step behind the captain, and, and then you set out of the way and hit me. By the way, that fucking hurt. <laughs> on floor, now. I mean, I'm standing on the floor. On right floor, now. now. It is Mistake's turn. Uh, uh, hmm. <laughs> mistake has a short bow, but it's the short bow from home. And I picture this thing being like seconds away from death. Can I request that if I roll a nat one or a nat 20, it breaks? Sure. From behind this curtain, Mistake wants to, to fire at this guy. Okay. You're effectively invisible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what you get? A nat 20. <laughs> you asked for this. I know, I love it. So that hits. So that, that but that hits. also breaks. But it also breaks the bow. Koss, yep. you're up. So Koss is going to bank on the fact that um, Mr. Suvis does not want to hit Captain Dapplewing. Take a step backwards and they'll say, Mr. Suvis, is that really the best you, you can swing a sword and cast vicious mockery? Uh. 18. Alright. Stay out of this, Captain. You do not know what felines are capable of. Oh. Anything else? That's it, I'm out of inspirations to give. Gary. Well, is it safe to say at this point Gary like carries some pebbles with him? Sure. To turn them into magic stones, and then he's just gonna chuck one at Rampart's head hoping to knock him out. Okay. Alright, that's a 23 to hit. That hits. You chuck it and you hit him right in the head and he turns towards that area, and he's very fucking confused. There's <laughs> nothing there. Um, if Shelly jumped from behind the curtain and, and hit, would it be a sneak attack? I would, yeah, I would call that with advantage, yeah. Okay, so Shelly's gonna go, he's gonna smack him with the warhammer. Does a 24 hit? <laughs> I hate you. Yes, it does. <laughs> he's staring Griff down, and he's just like... <laughs> You won't get away with this burning hammer. Where's the I got you now. I when he just gets hit with a war hammer to the face. Thank you. You hit him so hard that part of his tusk just chips off. Ooh. Oh. And he can see you now. <laughs> can I take the tusk chunk? <laughs> After all this is done, sure. That's so, so incriminating. All right, Griff, you're back. I'll look over at at Cos and say, well. If the captain won't stand up for me, I guess I'll have to do this myself. So how about burning hands? Yeah. <laughs> that works. Burning hands are... I'm just... No, I'll do I'll do poison spray. I don't want to burn shit. Constitution. Yeah. Okay, against your DC. Whew, he's rolling great. That's an 18 plus 2. Bitch! You hurl the poison spray at him and he just... Inhales it with his trunk and just blows it out as if it were pipe smoke. Oh, I knew you were gross. Stand down, damn it! So the first one he tries to hit is Shelly, and that is a 13 to hit. Misses. Misses. And then he tries to get Griff along the way. Ha! 11. 
<laughs> that Warhammer to the face just completely disoriented I think, it's, I think it was the eye poke. And he's getting really riled up and pissed. Mistake, you're next. Well, gonna run out and pokey poke because my bow's dead. Okay. <laughs> Does this still count as sneak because he doesn't know I'm there? Yes. Wonderful. 18. He is not looking very good, but he's a big, tough Luxodon, so he's not giving up very easily. Gary. Uh, okay, I throw a rock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It draws attention elsewhere. Uh, the rock misses. <laughs> Griff, you are up. Rampart realizes most of your party at this point, but his eyes are fixed on you. You're done. Your time at Strixhaven Burning Hammer is done! Just... Mm. I'm gonna do burning hands. It's a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Ah, nine. Nine. No. You do not save, so you take 3d6 fire damage. You are done! You hear me? You are I see the, I see him really trying to stand up for himself. He like puts his like forearm over his eyes and then just takes the flames, just, just growls in your face. He's wrapping his face. Um, in that case, I will go up to Rampart, who looks very hurt, and no longer as Captain Dabbling, just whisper, For what it's worth, I think he did a very good job lasting this long, and then cast sleep. And he immediately starts head-bobbing. Burn. Hammer. You will not get away with you. Catch him. You want to catch him? Well, now you have no other choice, right? <laughs> Roll me a quick strength check to see how well this goes for you. Okay. 13. You catch him and he's very, very heavy, but you're, you're somehow able to keep him from making a lot of noise because he's wearing a lot of armor. I'd like to catch him and put him down to the ground, and then as soon as that happens, I want to take out my water skin, pour the powder in the water skin, grab his trunk and squeeze it so he can't, like, you know, right. yeah. shoot it out, and then pour it down his gullet. We have one minute. I learned my lesson from trying to uh, get you to sleep. Wonderful. Windows open. I've got rope in my backpack. I can try to climb. I'm moderately good at that. Okay, who wants to be carried? Gary? Uh, we all look at Gary. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be nice. I'm gonna fasten the rope with the crowbar so that it has an anchor. Shelly's going to jump out the window carrying Gary. Casting jump. Alright, the rest of you, quick acrobatics check for me. Alright, I got a 20. 21. 20. Oh, hey. I'll go you last. all are expert repellers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and before Shelly jumped out, Shelly put the um, the Earl machine on Super Friendly and put it in Rampart's hand. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Wipe it down for Prince. <laughs> Shelly wiped it down for Prince. Sure. <laughs> With what? With exactly. their wet rag. <laughs> <laughs> and we reclaim the rope. And the crowbar. And you successfully made it past the heist. With the book in hand. And we're level four. No, you're not. Cross is just saying along the way back, that was terrifying. What if the flower thing doesn't work? What if he wakes up and then he knows exactly who we are? Wow, well then we're fucked. What? No, 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 no. Guys, we did pretty good. We did okay. Although I really did not like beating up Rampart. It, it did feel a little bit mean. Yeah, I could have done without that. Or honestly without any of this.
Lalo sees you and runs up to you. He like opens it and starts flipping through it. No, no, no. You, you need to give that, give that to Professor Galvan, or or bring it to his office, or something. Get bring it somewhere safe. Shelly's gonna go and say, "Do you understand English?" Are you casting Speak with Animals? Yes. <laughs> you cast Speak with Animals, and uh, at first, Lalo is just, you know, doing monkey noises. And then slowly, slowly, he's just like, Mira, te estoy diciendo que este libro no sé lo que es. Yo no sé lo que es, pero lo voy a llevar al profesor Mircha. Shelly is going to say, Hablo alguien. Pero Tortuguita, no. Tortuguita, ¿me entiendes? You, you understand me. Sí. Uh, uh. Ah, ah. Ay, Dios mío, no lo puedo creer. Uh, you, you, uh, bananas? <laughs> have bananas? Oh, um, um. It's a stereotype. Um, I, uh, and then Shelly's going to switch to uh, Common and say, anybody have a banana? Can Say I got one on hand. In all of that shell. shell. You don't have a banana. Let me check. <laughs> I'm gonna roll for it. Gonna <laughs> start sniffing Gary, tugging at, at uh, Gary's satchel, because I'm assuming it smells like food. Nadie tiene una pinche banana, me tienes que decir. No tenemos banana. Lalo is hungry, Tortuguita, okay? ¿Me ayudas o do you not help? Solamente quieres un poquito para comer? I have a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> and Lalo immediately snatches it. Or climbs up Griff and like tries to snatch it. Yep, yeah. Bonito, dude. bonito. Yeah. Muchas gracias. Yeah. I don't know what you are saying. <laughs> so will you take the book to the professor? Oh, claro, mira, ahora sí. Ya que he cenado, uh, sorry, uh, I have dinner now, now I go. With Thank the you. professor? Mucha, sí. Okay, are you going to see him tonight? Claro que sí, ahí vivo, that's where I live. Okay, um, Let can you tell him to give me... Como que está poquita loquita. I feel like the monkey's trying to talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> Shelly will switch to comment and say, they're just saying that they love your hair. Oh, thank you. Um, I'll do it more often. And then Shelly will go back one last time and say, Can you tell the professor to give me a better grade? Oh, God. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he breaks off a piece of the cookie and he hands it to Griff. Oh, cheers. <laughs> Since it seems like you can understand us, I would appreciate it if you kept the book out of sight along the way. I, I believe in you, and I believe that you can do this. And I'm going to give my the monkey my last inspiration. <laughs> So that you can stealth off. Very well. Claro que sí. I walk around with books all the time. Nadie me dice nada. Nobody say anything. Muchas gracias, va. Nos vemos. We'll see you later. Oh, ah. See you later. Eso es racista. Muchas gracias. Did anybody else think that monkey had some, like, mad swagger? I couldn't understand any of it. It was weird. Until I felt it. Yeah. It was a vibe. Mistake's suggestion would be to split up and like be seen different places. 
I, um, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I usually like partying, but I'm actually really anxious about what we just did. Don't you think we should, like, I don't know, go to bed? What is more like what Shelly would do if Shelly didn't just broke into Capoing's Manor? Um, I'd probably be fucked. <laughs> then you should do that. Okay. Shelly will pull a glass of wine out of there. <laughs> you, you have wine, but not a banana. Why would I have a banana? Wine lasts longer. Right, it's me. Got it. That's not a bad idea, though. Um, I guess I can go hang out with some other tower. What's the tower that Rampart is a part of? Golwanda Tower. I guess I can go like hit up the Golwanda Tower party. They don't dislike me there. Well, I guess it depends on what you look like, doesn't it? Gary, you want to go get fucked up? <laughs> you know, I haven't really done that before. So you in? Sure, why not? Okay, Gary, we gotta go get Toby, though. Alright. He was, like, already half asleep. So he like, oh, drink. Alright, I guess. <laughs> oh, God. It's time. Alright, I guess. Making him sick. Poor kids. You'll probably <laughs> insist on, like, doing it secludedly. Cool. We're gonna go to, like, a grassy area. Beautiful. He has a hard time getting the words out, but he'll say, like, If Shelly taught me anything, it's how to compliment someone. You make great food. Thank you? You make the crock tower smell like heaven. Is that, is that awkward to say? No. Good. That's a nice thing to say. Thank you. Great, great. Maybe do some, make something with garlic? Next time, be I love garlic. I can't find any garlic. Every time I bring garlic back from the tavern and I put it in the pantry, it just disappears. I could bring you some garlic. That would be great. I'll I don't know what's happening to my garlic. Excellent. <laughs> so I think we split up, go to different places, and then, you know, have a cover story, basically, for the rest of the night. All right. Everyone reconvenes at the Croc Tower at the end of the night. You stumble upon a sort of intimidating scene because it looks if you've ever been in an intervention you might know how awkward it is to walk into a room full of people staring at the door aurora greta rosie and in the back thorn just sitting with his eyes closed meditating they're all waiting in fact aurora was, was pacing when you entered well can you tell us where you guys were we were we were getting fucked up by that that bush. I went to the Galwanda Tower Tower party tonight. There's a clock tower. I went there for a bit and then I kind of wandered around other places. Uh, snacks. As he's eating his nut bar. And before the snacking and before the lounging and before the party and before the getting fucked up, is there something going on? Toby, close the door. Oh, 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 yeah. And Toby actually tries to scurry upstairs and Aurora's like, nope, stay. Everybody kind of seems a little intimidated by Aurora. She paces for a moment and uh, she says, all right, look, I like all of you. Most of, all of you. I like all of you. But if we're all going to be roommates, we need to cut the shit and be honest with each other, okay? Thorn talks in his sleep. I do not sleep. I enter deep meditative state, and he talks during it. I'm going to ask you one more time. Where were you tonight? Why are you asking? Why do you, what answer are you looking for? The truthful one. 
because something you are expecting us to say. Yeah. Which is? If I have to say it out loud, then it means that you all don't trust us enough to let us know what we may already know. And Rosie's kind of puts a hand on Aurora's shoulders like, can I try? What she means to say, don't tell me what I mean to say. What I, what we mean to say is we can keep secrets, okay? The rest of the school doesn't have to know what goes on in our lives, but we at least have to know. Well, we were trying to help someone. Whether we helped or not, we don't know yet. But we were told this was the way to help them. I don't think any of us are real happy about it, though. Did you run into any trouble? Anything we need to know? Anything we can help clear up? Thanks to our slumbering talker, meditative talker. Forgive me. No, I, I, you didn't let. You gave me the thing that helped people forget, and so we used that, and as long as that works, there shouldn't be anything that falls back on people here. Okay. Thanks for owning up to it. Should we be expecting any visitors from the Dragon's Guard, or are we good to go to bed? I am the Dragon's Guard. Shelly will take out their wet rag. Oh, God. <laughs> I think that we're good. And if there is more stuff to be done, we will tell you. We're kind of hoping that we don't have to do anything more. All right. Just uh, invite a girl next time. And she turns into a bat and leaves. What? Hold on. That took a, a completely different tone. We've got, I've got some other questions for you, like, why are you listening to Thorn while he's sleeping? You're on a different floor? Maybe she hangs from the branch. Uh, he's, he's been meditating in different places around the tower recently. He doesn't like meditating in the same space. I'm sure he'll knock on your door soon. Oh, okay. I mean, that's, that's fine. Probably. He's really a gentle tree. For a moment, Rosie looks at, like, each and every one of you and says, like, you know, for the record, I think you're fucking heroes. You know that? You know how many people have tried sneaking in there? Specifically to steal something different, but... Well, what's, what's a different thing? Oh, you never heard of Sassy Sally Jane? <laughs> she was the doll that belonged to Rose Pentagar and was supposedly possessed. Oh, a creepy bullshit. doll. Okay. Yes. Why but would anyone actually want that? That thing is terrifying. It's a dare. It's a dare, and I don't get it myself, but honestly, I've been jealous of people who have the gods to try. If we get it, what happens? I don't know. I don't think it's possessed. I think it's just a stupid doll, but like, you know, it's an icon. Oh, um, you buy it? <laughs> I totally buy that it's possessed. The thing is terrifying. Just, just a second. Uh, so it sounds like, Rosie, you're okay with this. Uh, Thorin, you helped us, so you're clearly okay with this. Greta, are you? Okay with this, or did Aurora just sign you up for this? Uh, Greta was pretending she wasn't listening. Mm -hmm. Uh, oh, uh, fine. Well, I mean, I, I suppose. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of wish that she'd come to us alone. It's kind of like everybody who knows is now kind of part of our thing. Plausible deniability. 
You don't have it now. We do not wish to partake in any of the mishaps, nor will we reveal your secret. We simply, well, call me a romantic. But for every group <clears throat> of heroes out there, there's always a backup team. Behind the curtains, you know it's not just about the stars on stage, cause it's about the people working behind it too. And well, I don't know, something exciting about working behind the curtain for daredevils like you? Ow. Sorry. What kind of skills you got? Well, I'm very fast. Okay. I'm also very loud. Fast how? Talking. She, she starts doing laps around the common room. Okay. She's still like talking okay. to you. You can, this? you can, you can stop. What, what else are you good at? You can run fast, you can talk loud. I know my books. I can act. Give me the right makeup. I, I, I don't unfortunately. She's very fierce. And I'm fierce. How you get with maps? Getting around. I'm great with maps. Okay. And uh, Greta's like, I, I, I. She, gets, she feels a little jealous. Like, I can lift shit. I'm very, very good at lifting shit. Maybe the two of you could find a lot of heavy books and help us be like the brain squad help us with research and stuff if we need it sure i mean i, I i'm a normal enthusiast i of and, course can do that and uh our lifting friend you you can be the muscle like you help her gain access to the things that that they need to do their job and how about you brainstorm about how many other people we need in our brain squad well the fewer the better right yeah definitely to get the job done Oh, so, yeah, I think a few are better too, says Toby. He's like, I don't know what I'm good at, Shelly. What am I good at? I'm good at drinking. All right. No, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> How fast are you? Oh, I'm fast. Oh. And I can jump. Shelly's going to go to Toby and just whisper in his ear, you don't have to be good at anything. Thanks, Shelly. But we want you to have skills that we can exploit. <laughs> I'm good at being friends. There we go. A PR manager. What's a PR manager? Oh, it's the person who talks to other people and like... Oh. <laughs> it's a kind of my thing, no, no, no. really. <laughs> oh, guys, guys, you... Tobias doesn't need to do anything. Tobias is already very helpful. He holds your hand. And Thorne doesn't say anything. He's just, his eyes are open. Thorne, though. you're our druggist. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Pharmacist? I like druggist. Hello everyone! Thank you for joining us again this week. This episode was recorded in Watertown, Massachusetts, also known as the traditional land of the Pekoset and Nanantum peoples. I'd like to give a huge thank you to all of the talented musicians that helped bring this podcast to life with their amazing music. We've provided a link to their web pages in the description. I would also like to thank our talented players, Tyler Rubin, Amelia Markopoulos, Rin Garnett, Michael Yang, and Nikki Aguilar-Thompson. This story would not be the same without their wonderful creativity. I've been your host and DM, Alex Aguilar-Thompson, and I hope to see you here again next week for another episode of Roleplay Radio.